There's a lot of things in this old world That just do not make sense Like why there's so few believers on the firing line While so many others sit the fence But if you want to know where the word of God stands And believe it wants to use your feet and hands It's time to take your faith out of the seats And into the streets And come along with me If you only look Then you will see On WCN-TV Hey, this is, this is probably going to surprise you, but this isn't Rob Pugh. I know, I know. Twin brothers, right? But this isn't Rob. <laughs> this is J.R. Harrison. we got a great show, great guest and a great show for you today. Jamie Walden. I've known Jamie for years. Uh, Jamie's a doer, and, and I, you know me. I love doers. I love doers. And uh, he sticks his neck out, and uh, when asked to go, he goes. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Jamie get into a little bit of that and uh, – by the way, welcome, Jamie. Yeah, thanks for having me on, brother. I appreciate it. Oh, it's our pleasure, our pleasure. I don't know whether you got this notice or not, but I got a notice in my uh, email about 10 minutes before the show went on the air. And it's my understanding that uh, the United States, I think the rest of the world, but it's the United States and beyond, I don't know what that meant, is going to go under martial law Friday. Uh, did you get that one as well? No, I actually haven't seen that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Big brother. Big brother. Globalist Babylon is coming, James Walden. Hey, J- Jamie, before before I get into our, our questions and answers today, tell tell, a, tell the audience a little bit about you for those folks that don't know who you are. and Just, just, a, just a little bit brief bio, if you will, please. Yeah, sure. I'll just give a quick rundown. I mean, for the for the listeners, my name is Jamie Walden. I currently... Uh, uh, um, I host a ministry called Omega Dynamics, equipping a rare class of Christians for the days ahead. And also, uh, we run a year-round family camp out here in Colorado, outside Durango. And uh, you can uh, dig into information on that. It's called the Calico Buffalo Base Camp. So you can look that up at calicobuffalobasecamp.com. I kind of have a strange background from uh, Marine Corps infantry to uh, law enforcement to fire EMS, paramedic, uh, as missionary in uh, the Dominican Republic for a couple of years, did some filming in Peru uh, as a, as a tag along on a TV show with Tim Alberino and have done some stuff like that. Uh, um, also do a lot of freelance uh, disaster response type of things. And, and uh, just because of that, I haven't been out there boots on the ground around the world for about the last 20, 25 years or so. Uh, I've been given a unique perspective of the things that are going on in the world especially from a martial connotation and the nature of the reality of truly the depths of where everything's at. And so we, uh, um, 
you know, I, I tend to just view the different nuances of what's going on in the world with uh, slightly different lenses. A lot of times I look at things from a macro perspective rather than a micro and uh, getting lost in the sauce, as we like to say, with all the nuanced uh, cloud and pivot strategy based deceptions that are out there with the mainstream media and just the bombardment from the from the WEFers and, and the, the Davos group and the Pub of Rome and League of 300 and all these other freak show uh, occultic-based groups out there to be able to, to kind of piece it all together, look at the bigger picture. And the bigger picture, really, the only thing that has any value or substance <clears throat> is the biblical worldview. And the biblical worldview is actually, when I'm looking at all the current events and everything else going on like that, through the nuances of the detail of the scripture, um, it, it just gives me, uh, I guess, for lack of a better word, a higher degree of, of confident understanding about what's going on. So that's kind of just a, a brief lead into uh, who I am and, and the background that I come from. February 2024. Uh, maybe you can tell us a little bit about why Omega Dynamics and why Calico Buffalo Base Camp. And I'll ask that in this question. What do you see as your mission right now, Jamie? Um, my my mission has been the same for for the last five years, and that is that was after coming out of the mission field itself, and that is to strengthen and equip a warrior class of Christians. I used to say for the days that are ahead, but it's no longer the days that are ahead; it's the days that are here. So my burden and my passion is to solidify our identity in Christ alone. And there's practical preparedness. There's practical tactical preparedness. There's family emergency preparedness stuff that goes on. There's nuanced, you know, uh, uh, different variations of, of information that has value as, as a, as a, a, a way to disarm fear. I always say that information is the number one thing that disarms fear. Uh, but really it's to solidify our identity in, in Christ alone because of knowing the reality of what comes next. The reality of what comes next, because that's what the global leader is saying, but also the reality of what comes next, because the scriptures are unequivocally clear and in extraneous detail as to what comes next. So that's really our focus. And even here at the base camp, you know, we gather people once a year or a couple times a year to really get focused on what it looks like to uh, uh, get get our lives solidified in Christ Jesus and Christ alone. And also talk about practical preparedness. We, we are actively preparing for the, the church to be driven underground. We unequivocally know that's coming. The government has made no bones about that. They have openly talked about the camps that they're making, the camps that they want to have, the list that they're making, the list that they do have. We're, we're aware of the threat fusion centers. We know with the thing that happened the last three years, how, they were already beginning to sow the seeds that the reason why it was being propagated and why it was so virulent was because of the white male evangelical Christians who are classically anti the stuff that you put in your body to change it. I won't say it. So uh, you guys can post this on whatever platforms you need to, but um, you know, they, they said that it was strategically because of Christians. We also know that the FBI has a training manual that has been released and people have even, uh, videotaped it in real time, uh, where they say the number one threat to domestic terrorism is a white evangelical male Christian who believes in the end times. We also know that the DHS has uh, been recorded at their formal training for local law enforcement from sheriff's deputies to municipal law enforcement, <laughs> where they, in fact, state that the number one threat are 
Christians as an extremist. We can read the handwriting on the wall, and that's why one of these, uh, that's why it's very particular to why we're actively preparing uh, the church to know and understand what it's going to take to navigate that reality. That's a mouthful, Jamie. <laughs> but very helpful. Weaponize. Okay, so you're going to arm everyone. It's not going to be like J6 with cell phones and flags. You're going to actually weaponize people with guns. And uh, am I going to weaponize people? No, I'm not weaponizing people at all. It's it's securing people in their identity in Christ. That's what the focus is. Because, I did, I did. you know, there there is prudence. There's prudence and practical preparedness. There's uh, there's prudence in all these different level of things that we can do tangibly and practically. But at the end of the day, um, it really is having the known of our God is the only thing that's going to sustain us. If I were to describe the current environment, and I'm not alone, I would say what we're looking at right now and I, I only know about America mostly, is insanity. This is insane. And where we're headed off that cliff seems inevitable, Jamie. Now, I, I read the Bible. I'm a, I'm a little dyslexic, so help me out here. Is there is there any way out of this headlong <laughs> force that we're into no. right now? There's no way out of it? No, I'll, I'll, say, I'll say unequivocally, no, there's no way out of it. And and when you use the word insanity, it's actually true. It is insane, but it's actually worse than insanity. It's delusional. And see, that's the problem with, uh, you know, our mar- our modern lexicon and even a lot of the activism within the, the go get them, you know, Christian circles and they await Christian circles is that they believe that what they're fighting against is ignorance. And so they try really hard through all these different activist means to inform and to educate and to shake, shake awake and to do all these different things because they're under the presumption that it is a matter of knowledge and and a matter of ignorance. And the reality is, is it's completely contrary to that. Biblically, it is delusional. And so you're right to say that it is insanity. It's beyond insanity. It's delusional. And, you know, and I've said this before in other programs that coming from law enforcement and working on the streets for so long is that you deal with somebody who's delusional far different than you deal with somebody who's ignorant. Right. Mm-hmm. When you encounter somebody on the streets who's delusional, you know that there's no matter of objectivity. There's no amount of empirical data. There's no rationale or logic. There's no emotional appeals. There's no threats of, of uh, punitive judgment or adjudication that you can levy against them. There's nothing, absolutely nothing that you can do with a personality or a spirit or a posture that is delusional. It has nothing to do with ignorance. Ignorance is a completely radical juxtaposed uh, uh, posture. You can you can operate with somebody who's ignorance, who's ignorant. And here's the key distinction to make about the delusional, which again I, I believe is far beyond insanity, is to be delusional, uh, is is that they are self deceived under delusions. And therefore, it's God who sends the delusions. So a lot of times, again, even in the Christian activist circles and the in the awake truther based uh, uh, circles that a lot of us run in is is uh, we are actually actively fighting against God unknowingly. Now, it may be pure. Our motives may be pure, it may be well-intended, but we all know the axiom that the road to hell is paved with. Good intentions. It doesn't matter what your intentions are. What matters is how intentional you are. 
two completely completely distinct postures to walk in. Somebody who intends to, something, to do something versus somebody who intentionally does do something. And so a lot of times in our sphere or our ilk or whatever the case is, whatever you want to call us, is we are actually fighting against what God has already established because it is the Lord God Almighty who sends the strong delusions. Uh, Romans 1, 2 Thessalonians 2, because they love not the truth, the Lord sends them. He's the one who sends them a strong delusions. And again, notice it's because they love not the truth. It has nothing to do with whether or not they know the truth or believe the truth. They do know the truth. They just don't love it. Same thing with Romans 1. Knowing God they neither glorified him nor gave him thanks. So they become darkened in the heart and minds and their minds. And therefore he gives them over. He gives them over to a depraved mind, a reprobate mind, a delusional mind. He gives them over. He sends a strong delusion. It's not because they don't know the truth. They just don't love it. It's not because they know they don't know God. Knowing God, they neither glorify him nor gave him thanks. It says he's made everything about himself clear through all creation so that no man's without an excuse. So at the end of the day, you're absolutely right, JR. We it has nothing to do with uh with some sort of, you know, political solution or the right election cycle or rah-rah exposure, another data dump, another whatever, another Tucker Carlson interview. All of that stuff is null and void. It's very, very limited and it's an effect because we are a nation under judgment, under divine judgment and under strong delusions because God sends it. And what comes next, JR, is the calamity. It says, can calamity come upon a nation unless the Lord has decreed it? That, that's a facetious question from the Lord. The answer is no. Calamity cannot be come upon a nation unless the Lord has decreed it. And this gets into even what I know Rob was, want, was hoping to discuss tonight, is these attributes of mystery Babylon itself. Revelation 17 and Revelation 18, also Jeremiah 50, 51, and elsewhere makes particular mention about Babylon, a future Babylon, the daughter of Babylon, uh, a mystery Babylon. It's not Babylon proper. It has the genotypic expression of ancient Babylon, but its phenotypic expression is completely different, right? Genotype and phenotype are to two totally different things. And so it is similar in Babylon. It has the spirit and the ruling principality over Babylon, but it is an offshoot of what the original Babylon was. Enter the United States of America. And uh, we can go that direction if you want, JR. What would be the next question that Rob would ask you then? He wrote the article based upon what you just said. <laughs> what, would, what would Rob? I don't know. Rob asks good questions. I, I never know what he's going to ask. <laughs> I don't know. He might say, do you, do you think that the United States is mystery Babylon? And, yeah, uh, yeah, and that's that's yeah, that's kind of a question that a lot of people ask is, so who do you think Mystery Babylon is? I unequivocally, with a high degree of certainty, not 100 percent, but we'll say 99 percent, because who can know? And it's OK to be wrong. I could be totally wrong. Yeah. But I am convinced through my studies and by the scripture and things that I've been clued into globally, geopolitically, militaristically, even in emerging technologies, transhumanism, uh, you name it. And especially, especially the deep seated perversions of the United States of America, in particular human trafficking, that the United States is unequivocally mystery Babylon. I'm utterly convinced in it. 
Now, there's going to be all kinds of debates and haters and nasty gram sinners that say, no, it's the Catholic Church because the Pope and it's a city on yeah, seven hills of all. No, it's a revive because Joel, uh, what's his name? The 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 very uh, well-renowned author, you know, says like, no, no, Mystery Babylon is a literal revived Levant, a you know, in between the Tigris and Euphrates, what is currently Iraq, it will be a revived Babylonian empire in the Levant. It'll be Middle Eastern centric. So there's debate out there. But I say, sure, that would make sense if you looked at it at a very superficial cursory level. But when you look at the spirit and the posture of Babylon and the nuanced uh, conduct of Babylon spiritually over the face of the earth. And when you actually have a knowing of what's going on behind closed doors throughout the United States of America by our quote unquote elected officials, which we know they're not elected in our global elite, you could come to no other conclusion other than that the United States of America is unequivocally mystery Babylon. Who's in control of all this? Is it just Americans or is there a worldwide control over this? individuals organizations yeah there there for lack of a better word there has been really no national sovereignty globally there hasn't been national sovereignty since post-world war one and uh that was by design so when you're looking at 1914 and 1918 you know and then the 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 cessation or conclusion of world war one moving into uh, the creation of the League of Nations, which was setting the stage for World War II. That was the total intent because out of World War II, now you get the United Nations and you get another restructuring mm-hmm. of economies and, and global supply chains and blah, 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 and these mechanisms with Swiss system. And it's all economic in its connotations. And you get to rework the borders and then actually reduce the borders and create the European Union and these different blocks of groups to again, reduce this concept of any form of national sovereignty so that when you get World War III, which we're in the, we're in the beginning stage of World War III. I'm not saying World War III is coming. I'm saying we are unequivocally in World War III. Nobody knew it was World War I until after the fact. Then they called it World War I. Nobody mm-hmm. were in, knew we were in World War II until after the fact. Then the historians called it World War II. Nobody knows that we are, in fact, amid World War III. They won't know it's till it's too late. They keep waiting for some gasoline to be thrown on a fire before they understand how significant it is, the signification of where we're actually at geopolitically and strategically and militaristically and the moving parts that are going on, we 100% are in World War III. Unfortunately, the American psyche is so reduced, our language is so reduced, our somebody TikTok culture is so reduced that we don't even have the mental capacity to connect the dots of all the reality that's going on around us. So... I digress. Uh, So in regards to who's running this thing, there hasn't been national sovereignty in the United States of America since really the mid to late 1800s. And that came in through a lot of different means, but in particular through uh, the banking cartels and uh, different industrialists and the uh, intricacies with the oligarchs uh, around the face of the earth and also with the uh, advent of fascism. What most people don't understand, it's so funny that Antifa is anti-fascist. Like, literally, they are fascists. I mean, talk about deception and delusion. Fascism is a government that is controlled by corporate entities and corporate, uh, you know, corporate 
money handlers and lobbies and lobby groups. There's, it's not a pot. It's no longer a Republic or is it led or orchestrated by a populace or by what is classical <laughs> civics. But in reality, it has been a fascist government since the industrial revolution. And not only just a fascist government in a, in a government based on oligarchy, it's actually been an oligarchy from the onset. The type mm. and shadow of a democratic Republic was only a type and shadow. Uh, it's always been the elite families with particular bloodlines that can be particularly traced that are calling the shots always. The, uh, you know, presidential figureheads, which they are just figureheads, but the the uh, aspects of the executive branch have always been pre-selected. There's only the illusion of a democratic republic with a populace that has a name that has a say there's there's just the illusion of it and they've kept that illusion going extremely well up until you know the most recent election cycle where the veil was torn and exposed but even that was for a particular reason it was to sow the discord to divide to conquer to create civil disobedience, to sow distrust, just like with the, uh, you know, the militaristic invasion. I won't even call it an immigrant, you know, an immigration problem. This is a militaristic invasion. It's to divide and conquer, divide and conquer, divide and conquer. Why? Because the U.S. is not beholden and it is not sovereign. It has been beholden to foreign interest and I would say on a higher level, absolutely a higher level, ruling principalities for about the last 180 years, and now they're bringing it into its convergent zenith. This is where you get the rollout of theosophy and the occultism and Kabbalism and the political Zionist and the Thelema and the Thule and all these other things are what are ruling and reigning the United States of America. And that's why people can't understand the context for Mystery Babylon is because they don't understand the context of the spiritual wickedness in high places operating on a level they don't even know or understand. If you want any, any understanding of the reality of where we're at, all you have to do is look at the Western-centric American churchianity evangelical fiction and know how completely infiltrated at a hyper-spiritual level to, unto the power of the darkness every facet of our waking, uh, our waking experiences all of it has been infiltrated. It is the secret doctrines of demons bringing the way of truth into disrepute. People will not tolerate sound truth. They will not tolerate sound doctrine. They will be lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. They will have the form of godliness, but deny the power thereof. They are laid to seen in every way, shape, or form. They say they're wealthy and in need of nothing, but what they don't understand is there a hot vomit in the mouth of God? He says, I'm going to spit you out. So even the church itself has been infiltrated by the spirit of the age, which is ruling mystery Babylon, that then we have taken that same spiritual deception and we have propagated that all over the face of the earth. I know that having been, having lived overseas multiple times for long periods of times in a ministerial capacity, I have seen just how deeply, uh, uh, what exported our quote unquote brand of radically apostate new age theosophy based churchianity has been pushed all around the face of the earth. It's <laughs> everywhere. And it's from the American church. Have you ever considered preaching? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I love it. I got a lot of a lot of questions. I want I, I want to make a statement, Jamie. I'm uh, in, in addition to being dyslexic, I'm I'm just I'm a hopeless optimist, and um, I learned to be that way when I was in sales. And when somebody would say to me, uh, "I'm never going to do business with you," all that said to me is, "I'm going to do business with you. You just have to give me a reason why." And I would try until I found that reason. Now, when I see everything that's going on right now, Jamie, and I, I really want to have a serious discussion about this, I'm going, okay, it can be fixed. Uh, it's not going to be easy, but it can be fixed. Now, what you said earlier is that, to me, it can't be fixed. There's nothing we can do. God's going to, it's going to happen. It's going to be done and over with. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I actually stand by that statement and, uh, and I'm unabashed about it because it's it's biblical. A nation like this, when you look at uh, Deuteronomy 28, the five to one ratio, five to one ratio curses to blessing. And you could go through and look at the curses that God has spoken over a nation or over a people that completely rejects them from God after he is, has afforded them and lavished them and been prodigal towards them with his spirit and with his presence, what he does. And so this gets into all the nuances of World War Three and the, the soon-to-be-realized kinetic invasion of the United States mainland by both China and Russian and Fifth Column forces. That's all in Deuteronomy 28. This gets into what went on the last three years with the thing that was loose. That's a curse specifically in Deuteronomy 28. That gets into the breaking open of our granaries and the hyperinflationary nature of the petrol dollar, which is listed as a curse in Deuteronomy 28. That gets into the quote-unquote immigration crisis, where a specific curse is that the alien among you will be raised above you. They will be placed high above you. You will become the lesser. They will become the greater, and they will live in your houses, and they will ravish your women, and they will take everything from you as a naturalized uh, you know, citizen, and all that is a part and partial to the cursing. This even gets into the nature of pharmakia, right? As uh, a lot of a lot of people's Bible translations will will have it translated as sorcery. Again, a particular attribute of mystery Babylon is that she deceives the whole world with her pharmakia, which is the root Greek word from which we get our word pharmaceuticals, and it says, and through that sorceries pharmakia is found from her, out from her, the slain of all the earth. And also, she traffics in the souls of men. Very particular language. Mystery Babylon in particularly traffics in the souls of men. It's licentious beyond comprehension. It's the center of, co of all the precious metals exchange. It's the center of all global entertainment. Like the mass majority of all entertainment is produced in Mystery Babylon and then pumped out from Mystery Babylon. She's the number one consumer of the world's goods and natural resources. She's She has all these very particular attributes. She is a global police force, the hammer in all the earth that sets the about subduing and uh, interjecting her power and authority and projecting her power and authority all over the face of the earth. There's never been a nation like the United States of America to the good and now to the wicked. And that's why I say unequivocally, there's no way to turn it back. And that's why it has nothing to do with, uh, you know, really political activism. I'm not saying don't, don't be active. You do whatever you can, as long as we can, but the, more significant reality 
is that we as a people, each person to the individual in their household would be doing business with the Holy God. That's always been the command from Genesis to Revelation is repent for the day the Lord is at hand. It's never stopped. Repent for the day the Lord is at hand. It's very, very particular in language, and it's never ceased to exist. And exists. And that is not talking about corporate national repentance. That is individual repentance. The United States of America is not a Christian nation. The United States of America is a nation that has Christians in it. There's no such thing as a Christian nation. It literally says the whole world lies in the evil one. There's only one. And and this is why we've gotten so far away from biblical truth because of the dominionism and preterism and amillennialism that is in this, these doctrines of demons that are infiltrated every single person's even lexicon. They don't even understand what they're saying. But the reality is, is that um, it, the, this nation has never been a Christian nation. It's just been a nation where Christianity has been allowed to flourish for a time. Again, there's only one nation over all the earth that God chose for himself. This is not Zionism. This is biblical. I completely reject uh, Zion dominionism, Christian Zionism. That's the most insane movement I've ever seen. Um, Zion is where God is going to rule and reign, but not until he utterly destroys Israel enter what's going on with Hamas and Hezbollah and Iran and all this other stuff. He's going to utterly destroy Israel, right? Ezekiel 38, Ezekiel 39, and Zechariah, you know, 12, 13, 14, right? And all these things say exactly what's going to happen to Israel to get them to the place where they finally cry out and repent and they look on him who he's pierced. So that's why I say unabashedly that there is no way to turn back what's happening to America. It would take, it would take the repentance of all the professing Christians in America. It would take a tear. It would take going to DC and tearing down every high place and every and every altar and every false god and all. And that that would mean every state capital, which is nothing but pagan idolatry. It's the phallic symbol of Nimrod, and then the womb of Semiramis. Every state capital, every single aspect in our nation and every every part and parcel of our iconography is only related to the arcane worship of the principalities of old through the mystery schools and the mystery religions and the christians the american christians love it they love pleasure more than god they will be lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of god they may have the form of godliness but it's completely powerless because it's all about a love of the world and the things of the world and so that's why i say unequivocally uh there's no way to turn it back there's no way to turn it back apart from authentic undone complete total repentance in in mass in mass beyond comprehension i don't see that coming well, now, biblically, Sodom and Gomorrah only had, what, 10 or a dozen? You can only find 10 or a dozen people, and God yep. God wouldn't have put his wrath on them? Yep. You're saying everyone here, huh? And we're, and well, we're, I'm saying everyone out, that's outside saying. of Christ. Yeah, like, you're saying. yeah the, the Lord has a way, the Lord has a way of providing for his people amid, you know, like he did with the land of Goshen. He has a way of of providing for them in the wilderness. He has a way of protecting them from enemies far greater than them. All we have to do is look at Jehoshaphat or Gideon or second Chronicles 20, or, you know, even the Israelites taking the land of Canaan, 
all kinds of biblical precedents for God's supernatural intervention and protection of his people. But notice I said his people, his people. And God you. knows who are his. And there's a lot of people who say, Lord, Lord. And he says, away from me, not only do I not know you, but you're actually a worker of iniquity. So it's the complete opposite side of the spectrum. So that's why uh, that's why it's about, for me, it's about having an identity in Christ alone. You must be solidified in Christ. We cannot be like Achan, the sin of Achan in Joshua 7, who had hidden sin in his camp. And God said, you have been made liable for destruction on a field of battle. You cannot stand against your enemies until you remove the unclean things from within your camp. And that's why I come back to personal, intimate repentance. That is the only way. It's personal, intimate repentance before a holy God. So I, I'm, I'm, and we're going to take it. I've got one of our listeners said, please, please, I need to come up for air. Okay, so we're going to take we're going to take a quick break, Jamie. Jamie Walden, WCN. This is JR guest hosting for Rob today. Uh, we're talking with Jamie Jamie Walden, and Jamie is uh, wow, like a like a like a walking Bible, and he knows his stuff. He knows his stuff. Let's take a quick break, and we come back. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this question, brother. If uh, if you could wave your magic wand, or maybe pray, I don't know. If you wave, wave your magic wand, what would you like to see happen? Are you asking me that right now? Or are we taking well, a break? No, I'm gonna wait. We're going to take a break, I think. Okay. <laughs> Producer, if you would, please. generally speaking, unruly. Inflation continues to come down. And this revolution will come at a breathtaking speed. It will be like a tsunami. Respect for our laws has been eroded by aggressors who come in battalions to hold us hostage in our own land. Islamic terrorists have acted just like wild animals going after their prey. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. We have to commit that the Bible is the only answer for humanity. The ecclesia, the called out ones, we have got to grow a backbone. The highest sex traffic event in the nation is the Super Bowl. We're in the most intense war in the history of humanity. It's happening right now. The Wisconsin Christian News Ministry Conference, April 12th and 13th. Come worship with MPK Christian Celtic Band national recording artist Leighton Howerton so let our heaven and nature sing let our heaven and nature sing the conference will be held at the Stony Creek Hotel and Conference Center 1100 Imperial Avenue Rothschild, Wisconsin purchase your tickets today at coachdavelive.com slash events that's coachdavelive.com slash events events. You can also call 715-486-8066 for more information. See you at the conference. 
God bless you. Yeah, there we go. And we're back with Mr. Uh, Mr. Energy, Jamie Walden. Jamie, has anybody ever approached you about uh, maybe doing an advertisement for a vitamin supplement or anything like that? I mean, they could they could be millionaires if they ever did. <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, and 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 I appreciate you you letting me prick at you every now and then because this needs to be tested. This really does. Just saying this and 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 going okay yeah I, I agree I agree no 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 I, I want I test everything I'm a, I'm in quality control I like to test what we're talking about here and so far we're doing we're doing real well I have to change my ways I have to stop being dyslectic and I have to stop being foolish I know I'll work on that I'll work on that and then I have to I have to stop well my last problem is and I want to get back into the magic wand my math, last I'm I'm a type A personality I'm either all in or I'm not. And wow, uh, what you're t- what you're saying biblically, I'm going. Wow, maybe I should start greasing the skids for these guys and um, get out of their road. What do you think? After you wave that yeah. magic wand, yeah, and that and that's you know where it comes down to to counting the cost. You know, you asked yeah. if you know what 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 would I what would I suggest, you know, or whatever, What you know, what, what is our, what is our go-to at this? And that's why it goes mm-hmm. down to even Christ, you know, speaking with his disciples and any of those with ears to hear, he talked about counting the cost, you know, and what man first builds a house without sitting down to count the cost, whether or not he, he's going to have enough to finish it. And what King takes an army out to battle without first counting the cost and whether or not he's able to win the battle with what he's been entrusted with. And we too have to count the cost of what it looks like to go all in, you know, and if there's any one suggestion that I have for believers or those with ears to hear is, is to go all in. I mean, the letter to every church in Revelation, Revelation two and three, the seven the seven churches was those with ears to hear. Let him hear what the Spirit is saying in the church. There's a lot of people that have that have ears, but they don't have ears to hear. They don't have ears to hear. So it says that they will always be learning, but never able to come to an understanding of truth. These are all attributes of the spirit of the age, not of the unbelieving world, but of the believing world. It says they will be mockers and scoffers in mass. In mass, they will be mockers and scoffers. They will deny the very Christ who bought them. They'll mock and scoff the reality of just how far down it is. And the other singular attribute is their faulty self-actualization of the Christian church. They will say, I'm wealthy and in need of nothing, which means to say that what they'll say is I'm crushing it. Man, I listen to every podcast out there. I read every article out there. I know exactly what's going on with election this and election that and and activism this and activism that. I'm wealthy and in need of nothing. But what they don't do is ask the Lord, Lord, how do you see me? And what they don't do is they don't go all in. And most people's reality that are the most hyper- active, you know, quote unquote, active in the Christian truth or moment movement are the ones that have the worst communion and relationship with the Lord. 
Uh, they have the worst marriages. Typically, I've seen they are terrible at parenting. Their kids are are uh, God haters more often than not. Uh, they're not a part of a church or a church body. They don't serve other people. They only serve themselves. Then, man, can they shout loud through a blowhorn or whatever else is going on around them when the time comes? And what they don't understand is they're going to be cannon fodder in a world that they don't understand because they haven't counted the cost. And that of what it looks like to go all in for the Lord. That's what counting the cost looks like to go on completely unrestrained, like actually walking by faith. It says it is impossible. It is impossible to please God. If you're walking by anything other than faith, if you're walking by your IRA, 401k, you know, financial actuary, if you're walking by your raw, raw second amendment, I got my bill of rights in my back pocket. So I know exactly what my rights are. You're walking by, you know, your, your neo-gnostic intellectualism and your, your knowledge about what's going on. Like if you're walking by anything other than by faith, God says it is impossible to please him. And he says, my, and, and my righteous sons will walk by faith. And he says, and, and we're not of those who shrink back, knowing that if we shrink back, we'll be, dis- be destroyed. And what he's saying is my righteous ones won't shrink back. So how do you be among those who won't shrink back when the time comes? Mm. Well, you have to already have had an identity so solidified in Christ by faith, why, exercising and strengthening that faith on a daily basis that when the time comes like a Joshua or Caleb, and he says, go take the land. It's full of Nephilimic freak shows. You say, aye, aye, sir, I'm on it. And you take the land because, you know, it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with the knowing of your God. That is the prophetic fulfillment that we ought to be eager and eager expectation of Daniel eleven thirty two that those who know their God, will be strong and go forth and do exploits. They will be strong and go forth and do daring feats of valor. Why? Because they have a knowing other God. That's why every letter of the church says, those with ears to hear, let him hear what the spirit is saying to the church. Not what the pontificators and the puppeteers in the pulpits are saying. Not what the QAnon, you know, CIA mind control psyop is saying, not what all the political pundit talking heads are saying, but what let them hear what the spirit is saying, because what the spirit is speaking to those with ears to hear is radically different than what all the other voices, even in this sphere of influence are saying right now it's completely different it looks like a total death to self a mortification of flesh a coming out from mystery babylon touching no unclean thing unless you partake in a double portions of her plagues god's people that refuse to do business with him now because they love the affluence and the fruit and the abundance of babylon he says they his people get a double portion of what's coming. I mean, the language is so unbelievably particular and clear, and it ought to, it ought to engage us unto the fear of the Lord. But sadly, for most people, they just go, eh, whatever. You know, they go, meh, not a big deal. Let's see, you know, what's the next podcast I can listen to? What's the next documentary <laughs> on YouTube I can watch? What's the next whatever? And they're not doing business with a holy God who's getting ready to shake not only the earth, but also the heavens and the earth so that only that which cannot be shaken will be left standing. So that's what it's all centered on, JR. 
just just a brief overview i i appreciate that i'm start i'm starting to lean a little bit towards you now jamie so i got to be careful here i i want i want to i want to get into what you consider to be to be prepping and then i do want to talk about a couple a couple items before that is j6ers and uh the the 11 that were in tennessee and i have noticed and maybe this will lead you into this that the more struggles I have, and there've been some, there's been some interesting ones in my life. And the more I get involved with, the more I work, and I have to say, the more I lose, the more I learn. And I learn about my creator, but I also learn about myself. And when I pray, I have to be cautious because every time I pray, I get more to do. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, so tell me, what about the J6ers? What, what about those folks that stood in front of the abortion clinics in Tennessee? What, tell me how, what, what do you feel about what, what they're, what they're undergoing right now? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's insane in it. And again, it goes to show it, it should be a very high indicator for anybody with spiritual discernment about what comes next. I mean, I was a J6er. I had the FBI come to my house. I was on the steps there of the mezzanine, uh, you know, at the Capitol building. And I was praying and interceding for this nation. But you want to know why things took the turn that they did? Was because of the uh, Christians. The Christians, that was what shocked me, was on getting back to the hotel room after being out there. And bearing witness, and there was this awesome movement, and there's people praying everywhere and worshiping everywhere. It was the most patriotic, awesome thing I've ever seen. There was there was no bad actors until I watched the buses pull up and be unloaded, and the Antifa, whatever they were, you know, FBI controlled people. I watched them be escorted through the crowd and then start assaulting the Capitol Police officers. I was there, primary witness. I saw it happen. I saw the buses pull up. I saw the guys get off with their little gay boy tactical gear, like looking like an airsofter as if they were actually some legit paramilitary thing, wearing their MAGA hats, getting in there and being the ones who insist. I watched it go down in real time. And, and I was there praying and interceding with two other brothers, actually three other brothers. And, uh, and when we got back to our hotel room, and I turned on the news and I saw how the news was reporting it. That didn't shock me. That's what they do. They lie, right? That's that, that doesn't shock me. But it was when I got on social media and I saw what all the mainstream Christians were calling me and yeah. saying about me and my friends yeah. and everybody else that was out there and all these reprobate, woke, tarred, uh, you know, egalitarian, superficial, lukewarm, latest, latest Christians were talking about. That's when I knew that we were a nation under judgment and there was no turning back. And in fact, after testing it before the Lord for two weeks after J6, I kept going, Lord, what was that all about? Lord, what was that all about? Lord, what was it all about? And he gave me a, a verse reference and I had no context for it. I had no clue what was in it. And of course, now I can't think of it off the top of my head. I don't know if it's Ezekiel 14 or something. Don't quote me on this. And, um, and it's, was the scripture and I and the Lord said he spoke it three times. I wish I could remember right now the time I had, but it was like I'm I'm just saying this for context. It was like Ezekiel 14, Ezekiel 14, Ezekiel 14. I'm going, what in the world is Ezekiel 14? 
again, I'm not saying that that's what it was, but I turned there and that it's a section of scriptures where it says, even if these three men interceded for this nation, they cannot turn back my judgment. Only they would be saved by their own righteousness. And it says it three times. Uh, Noah, Job, and Daniel, even if Noah, Job, and Daniel were in this land, they could not save it, but only they themselves could be saved by their own righteousness. And again, it says that if these three guys were here, they could not save the nation. If these three guys were here, they could not save the nation. And that's what the Lord spoke to me after January 6th. Because of the response of the Christians, they did not want the righteousness of God to rule and reign this nation. They did not want justice to rule this race, nation. They did not want right and, and, and holiness and good things to rule and reign this nation. They wanted to condemn everybody who was out there as if they were domestic terrorists so that they could maintain their level of counterfeit prosperity. And that's when I knew this thing was a done deal. It is done. The Lord told me it was done. I don't care if you believe me or not. That's what the Lord told me. The Lord told me that it was a done deal. And that January 6th was a public pronunciation before all the unseen realms and those with ears to hear about what comes next on this nation. Why? Because of the claimants of Christianity in this nation. That's why. Do you think there'll be an election on November 5th? You know what? There's a lot of speculation that there won't be. I can't say. I I, I couldn't say one way or the other. I would okay. say high index of suspicion that they would <laughs> sow the, sow the right uh, optics that they need to go ahead and yeah. bypass the election through different emergency powers and legislation that's already on the books. Uh, you know, there's the executive order. I think it's 559. Don't quote me on that. I'm not executive but the House Resolution Bill 559 with regards to Iran. This is why they're poking the Russian bear every day. They must have World War III, a limited nuclear exchange. They must have it as Mm -hmm. soon as possible because of the collapse of our fiat currency and the petrodollar globally. So because of that, it wouldn't surprise me if there's the right circumstances to go ahead and nullify the election for this year. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Well, look, I mean, that that enters into what's going on with the border. Um, with 10,000 10, Chinese military age males a day coming across the border, there's high level investigative journalists, very well vetted, very solid uh, uh, documentation of what's going on down there. You cannot debate these facts any longer. It is happening. It is happening every day. DHS agents, Border Patrol agents are talking about their stand down orders. National Guardmen's are talking about their stand down orders. Uh, there's all kinds of reports of the cruiser weapon systems, the massive amount of weapons. And, and people don't know what cruiser weapon systems are. Those are the, the bigger weapon systems like heavy machine guns, mortars, indirect fire, surface to air missiles, man pads, that's man portable air defense systems and all these different things like heavy armaments that no law enforcement in our nation is capable of of combating are just free flowing across the border. And then they're being pushed out through under the guise of this wokeism stuff to all the major cities in America where they're awaiting orders for their zero hour moment in the United States. So I could very much well see that they're already sowing the seeds to, to have the right set of optics and traumatic experience in the continental United States to be able to nullify that process this year. 
Jimmy, we got about uh, eight minutes left. A uh, couple, couple things. Number one, a quick five-minute prep. What you'd recommend for folks, and how how can we reach you? And where where do we contact you? How can we help you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, before I get into practical preparedness, I you can reach me at omegadynamics.org. That's omegadynamics.org. Uh, you can uh, subscribe, you know, at YouTube or Rumble to my channel. It's just under Jamie Walden. Uh, I'm I'm uh, all over the place on media stuff, you know, TV, radio, all over. Uh, you can just search for different interviews and and things like that. And so, yeah, I'm out there. We are actually hosting an event out here in June, June 14th through the 17th at our camp here in Durango, Colorado. We we always have a uh, warrior summit every year. Uh, where we gather as usually about 300 people a year come out here and and we camp and fellowship and it's all inclusive and we talk about things that have that value but we also have shared experiences together we have a little music venue here we built into the camp that we uh you know host live worship and then obviously we're a super uh high uh, tourist area where we're at here in the rocky mountains so there's a lot of even refreshing things for for the believers to be able to enjoy when they're out here. So we are doing that this year. Our warrior summit is June 14th through the 17th this year. So uh, that's that. So on the topic of practical preparedness, um, practical preparedness is a big deal. The Lord has said a, a wise man foresees danger coming and plans accordingly, but a fool goes on and suffers for it. Right. Mm -hmm. We have the parable mm -hmm. of the uh, five foolish versions versus the five uh, wise versions. We have even the testimony of, Mo of of Noah, where it says, Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear, built an ark and by it saved his family. And it was a credit to him as righteousness. So Noah's accreditation of righteousness was that when he was warned, he took practical preparedness steps to provide for his family. Most people don't pick up on that nuance on what, what was attributed to righteousness as Noah. And it says that very particularly in uh, Hebrews 10 and on into Hebrews 11 about the heroes of the faith. So uh, anybody who uh, is dismissive of practical preparedness is actually very, that's a very uh, hubristic, offensive uh, thing before a holy God. Uh, to not practically prepare is actually testing God to practically prepare is actually walking by faith because he's told you about these things ahead of time. Jesus said, I've told you about these things ahead of time so that you will not be caught unaware. So uh, we know that they are actively preparing for global hyperinflation and a great economic reset to roll out a central bank digital currency that's undergirded by blockchain technology that's going to be systematically linked to your biometric identification. You will not be able to buy or sell in the new economy unless you, you take the oath and you bow down to this new governmental system. We know that plan accordingly financially. Uh, we know that it's, there's going to be the hyperinflationary nature of our monetary system is going to be such that it will be a day's wages for a loaf of bread. You ought to plan accordingly for food and foodstuffs. We know that the singular attribute of all communistic revolutions, which communism is theosophy, theosophy is Luciferianism. The United States of America is ruled and reigned by communist socialist Marxists. Everybody tracking. We are ruled by Luciferians. Communism is only Luciferian. The mystery Babylon 
the the one world government will be communist in its it will be a commune based thing it'll look like a counterfeit utopia it's a counterfeit so we know that every communistic revolution is preceded by food controls so Ooh. practical preparedness you mm-hmm. ought to have adequate food and food stores and food stuffs uh we know that there is going to be an a wholesale attack and consolidation on your digit via your digital footprint. So you ought to plan accordingly for what that looks like to both reduce your digital footprint and to operate in a more analog based reality. When the time comes, do whatever you can now through technology, knowing that one day that all that it's all going to be used against you. So you have to, prepare for the fight that you're not yet in. You train for the fight that you're not yet in. And obviously we have, you know, water, water purification, basic things like that. Uh, backup power, backup power has value. Uh, but coming from a guy who's operated in, in, uh, you know, austere environments all over the world for the majority of my adult life, um, backup power is generally cost prohibitive and, and it, it it ends up becoming all your focus. And in the reality, it's not sustainable unless you have hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands and thousands of gallons of fuel, whether it's diesel or gasoline yeah. or whatever types of fuel. And then the infrastructure of backup power generation, uh, it's just not feasible. And the wind, the solar and all these other things, um, I've, I've been a part of our assistant building out whole on off grid solar power based things. They always fail i mean always fail always because they're dependent on all the different conversion and conversion ratios and the weather and the cloud coverage and everything else so i'm i'm uh i'm not saying don't do it if you have the means to do it and you have the mind to really dig into that world go for it but obviously and then and then lastly would be a means by which that you can uh, uh both have uh practical uh uh familial defense and communication. So I'm really big on communication. Yes. Yeah. That, that, that would be very, we got about 30 seconds left, Jim. Jamie, yeah, Jamie so, Walden, Omega Dynamics. That's uh, .org, Omega Diamond Dynamics.org. Is that correct? Correct. .org. Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, go to that site. I think you, <laughs> you'll probably be overwhelmed like you were today. <laughs> we got a, we got a power capsule this, this afternoon. Uh, I appreciate you, Jamie. Appreciate you all you do. God bless you. Godspeed. And uh, like, if there's anything we can do to help you out, brother, just let us know. Go to the site, omegadynamics.org. This has been BJ Edwards, subject for uh, Rob Pugh, WCN. God bless Thank all you. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Our pleasure, Jamie. Bye-bye. <laughs>